This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. Andrea, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. You're all bundled up in a blanket over there. You look like you might fall asleep. I'm cozy. Okay, this is like nice. my home away from home. <laughs> I know. We we are in the WKYT podcast uh, studio, which they did, uh, I guess, build for this purpose, which is kind of nice. It is very nice. It's our little podcast room. I know. Our podcast pod. We used to have to hang out in the uh, the conference room, and occasionally people would come in and be like, hey, we've got to do actual business. And it's like, Everybody, oh, sorry. it's the only time we'll ever get Barb, because she would occasionally <laughs> get coffee. Yeah, she's getting coffee, so she could show up in the background. Uh, we will still get her at some point. So this week, we're doing something a little different. Um, it's a little self-indulgent for me, but it was at the request of the boss, so I don't mind at all. Hey. Whatever Jeff Anderson wants, Jeff Anderson gets on this podcast. That's right. <laughs> so um, Avengers Endgame is the biggest movie in the world. Mm-hmm. And Jeff is in a boat that a lot of people are, same as Andrea. Yes. I'm the never, captain of this ship. <laughs> has never seen a Marvel movie. But people want to watch this movie because like everybody else is watching it. I want to be involved. So Question number sure, one. Sure, here we go. Do you think a person can enjoy this movie without prior knowledge? After this podcast, they will be able to. Ooh, so that's, okay, that's exactly what this is. Our thesis statement. For those who have not done any preparation, we are preparing you to watch Endgame. There you go. In maybe like less than an hour instead of watching how many hours worth of I was going to say, if you don't feel like watching 21 movies, exactly, you can listen to this for, you know, 45 minutes. And uh, theoretically, you'll be able to go in, you'll know the stakes, you'll know what's going on. Once again, Victor is so prepared for this podcast. I literally just printed out the Wikipedia entry for the I know, but movies. it's the but tiniest print I've ever seen, and there's pages and pages. I don't even need to, like, literally, I just need the names of the movies to kind of remember what's going on. Most of them I've seen multiple times. Some of them I've only seen once or twice in the theater, but I have seen them all. Mm-hmm. So we're good to go there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think one, one thing that's going to be interesting about this is, even if people haven't seen the Marvel movies, I feel like... They know who these characters are, right. a lot of them, I mean, just because, you know, you've seen Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, I'm right. sure. I mean, I places. get the concept, like the general idea of their character, mm-hmm. at least. So, yeah. I'm sure everyone else does, too. I mean, Thor was a Greek god, like, people know a little bit, just, or, right? Uh, not Greek, uh, Nordic. Oh, Thor. same thing. Okay, there we go. So, uh, <laughs> Nerd. So, a little bit of background on how the Marvel movies got made. Back in the olden days, Marvel was just a comic book company. Mm-hmm. They started going under, so they... Stan Lee, right? Yeah, Stan Lee. If anybody go. would just humor me here, okay. go back and watch my story from yesterday about the opening of LaRosa's Pizza, because Buddy LaRosa, who is about to turn 98 years old, is a miniature Stanley. Yeah? Yes. And it was funny. I didn't even say it first. I was thinking it the entire time I was interviewing him, and then Darnell goes... That guy looks like Stan Lee. And I was like, oh, I wanted to say that I need that to go so check badly. that out now. Okay, I will, I will look at adorable. that. he's adorable. It's a really good story, actually. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> From me? <laughs> yeah, no, you like that? Really? It's, it's good. I promise. <laughs> so Marvel Comics, they're having some financial issues in the 90s, and their most popular characters were the X-Men. Mm-hmm. So they sold the rights to the X-Men to Fox mm-hmm. so they could go make popular movies. And then they sold Spider-Man to Sony. He was also one of their most popular people. Um, they sold Hulk to Universal. Basically, they're just like, we need money. So because they were failing. Account. Yes. Right. Comic, comic, book, comic books weren't making as much money as they used to. So they, um, at some point, they decided, well, we might make our own movies because everybody else is, um, but we don't have the rights to our biggest characters. Mm-hmm. We don't have, you know, DC had been out there making Batman and Superman movies for years um, to varying degrees of success. Um, for some reason, I still enjoy Batman Forever, even though it is, not which one movie. is that that's the one with Val Kilmer it's with, good with the great soundtrack Kiss from yes, a Rose by it Seal. is good and that, is that the one with Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. see let's not, let's not say it's good let's let's say it was fun Jim Carrey fun, and Tommy Lee it? Jones I thought it was good well you I know mean, what you're right if you enjoyed it then it's a good movie that's right I'll stop I will say on your parade there speaking of podcasts since you're listening to one now you'd probably enjoy there's a business wars episode oh. of DC versus Marvel that will give you great background information because I actually know a little bit about this but yeah it's called business wars it's really good DC versus Marvel they're all interesting like there's one Nike versus Adidas just 
it, it's cool to listen to. All right, I'm excited. I will uh, I will check that out. Business Wars, especially yeah, DC versus Marvel interests me. So um, and then there's all kinds of backstory between those two, like the character of Captain Marvel. They both had characters named Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, which is why when Shazam came out, they couldn't actually call him Captain Marvel. Now the movie's called Shazam. That's a whole other thing. So. Marvel starts deciding they're going to make their own movies, but they don't have their main, their most popular ones. Although for comic book nerds, the Avengers were the main, like we all knew who they were. But the, for the world at large, whenever Marvel said, well, we're going to start with an Iron Man movie, people kind of were like, what? But Iron Man is a part of the Avengers. Yeah, he was, he's always gotcha. one of the most popular characters for me growing up. But like I said, for the for the people at large, there'd also been a Hulk movie a long time ago with Ang Lee. Um, and so the way movie rights work, essentially, oh, Fantastic Four, they also sold the rights for the Fantastic Four. That's why those movies were made. So the way movie rights work, essentially, you have um, X amount of, like, if you don't make another one of these movies in a certain amount of years, the rights revert back to Marvel, which is why they just keep mm. churning these movies out, because they have to, or they, they lose They have the to, or they lose them. Okay. Yeah. So Marvel decides they're going to make their own movies, and they start with Iron Man. That was in 2008, played by Robert Downey Jr. And you got to remember, at the time, Robert Downey Jr. was not... A big name. He was a guy who'd had a lot of he had legal fallen issues. From grace. Yeah, he literally woke up in a stranger's house because he had gotten like allegedly drunk or something. But he woke up in a stranger's house and he's like, and they're like, "Oh, why is Robert Downey Jr. in our home?" He had had problems. I but kinda he, have a crush on him. Well, he seems like an awesome guy. He really and does. He's really, um, you know, made the most of the situation. So they hire Robert post, Downey Jr. Post meltdown. Post. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's what I meant. So they hire him, and people are kind of like, "Well, okay, we'll see how." It and it's directed by John Favreau, who did Swingers. Mm-hmm, big mm-hmm. fan, of, big fan of Swingers. Uh, so they make Iron Man, which I still consider to be a basically perfect movie. What? It is just it's it's flawless. It's just such a good movie. I think I'd like it. I think you would too. It's about this billionaire industrialist who gets uh, captured. He gets kidnapped by this terrorist organization while he's out in the desert. He's he's selling some weapons that he had made, and they kidnap him. They want him to make a weapon for them. Uh, this this giant missile. And what he secretly does is create a suit of armor so that he can escape. And then he, you know, once he finally gets home. Nice. So yeah. he blows it up, but he's able to get out. Yeah, he's able to get up. Well, the, yeah, this armor that has, it's kind of a rudimentary version of what it ends up being. But he's eventually able to get home. But in the process, he's damaged like a piece of shrapnel goes in next to his heart. So he has to put this little thing next to his heart to keep the uh, the metal from moving, which is why he becomes Iron Man. So anyway, ah. once he gets back. Once he gets back home, he realizes that these uh, his weapons are being sold to bad people, and he wants to stop it. So he creates this armor using his knowledge, which you'll see a lot of. A lot of the tech stuff is they bounce back and forth between it being like tech and magic almost because it's it's so advanced. It's like he can do basically right. anything. But um, one of his business partners is the one who's actually been selling the money, and that guy creates ah, a, a big suit. And so at the end, there's this big battle, but Tony Stark wins. Also, the introduction of Pepper Potts. Tony Stark's right-hand woman, played by Gwyneth Paltrow. And Pepper there's, Potts. That's her name. There's a great scene where uh, she's – there's, like, some tension between them, some sexual tension. Of course. But they – but – and uh, at one point, he takes home this this reporter. Oh. And she, you know, Pepper's in the morning, like, cleaning stuff out. And she she walks in, and, and she's like, okay, you can leave now. And the the um, reporter's like, oh, do you, do you, do you take care of all of Tony Tar- Stark's stuff? And she's like, yes, I do many things for Mr. Stark, including taking out the trash. Oh, burn. Yeah. So uh, she's kind of his right-hand woman, but that's how Tony Stark I like how you appreciated that shade enough to tell that one specific part. I knew you'd appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, The next movie after that is The Incredible Hulk, Mm -hmm. starring Edward Norton, but eventually he gets replaced with Mark Ruffalo. There are stories about Edward Norton possibly being um, difficult to work with. Mm, He's brilliant. Yes, he is brilliant. Great actor. I enjoy his work. But uh, let's see. Uh, Incredible Hulk. You are frantic right now. I love it. Well, there's, there's just so a lot, much to talk. About. There's a lot to get through. Okay, but the Incredible Hulk, pretty quickly, he just uh, gets exposed to gamma radiation, turns into a giant monster. Um, he's a scientist who's trying to cure himself, but it's this dichotomy because he's brilliant when he's him. Mm-hmm. It's almost Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, basically, right. and then he turns into this giant green rage monster. Uh, then, the, so I'm going in order of the film's release. Mm-hmm. Some of these movies kind of take place; they overlap as far as when they actually um, are supposed to take place chronologically. Next, Iron Man Two introduces. Um, Tony Stark's friend, James Rhodes, who's in the first one, but only a little bit, he becomes a war machine. <laughs> war machine, all right. Iron Man also builds him a suit, basically, and they um, take down this... So his Robin. Kind of, yeah, except okay. he's, he's got this sweet, giant, 
um, suit. But better. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's also the introduction of Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And so she's in that one. What's her power? Uh, she is basically just a spy. She doesn't have actual superpowers. She's just really, really skilled. She's awesome. Yeah, okay. she's just awesome. Uh, let's see. So they, um, they, the main bad guy in that one was uh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he plays this guy who basically says that um, Tony Stark's dad, who was responsible for creating Captain America, part of one of the – because Tony Stark's dad was also a genius – um, and that he um, stole technology from Mickey Rourke's dad's father, or Mickey Rourke's dad's character. Anyway, he was upset. Gotcha. So that he fights him, but then they take him down. It's all. That one's fine. Uh, the next movie, Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. I see you making a face right now. I'm sure I could sit through an hour or two of Chris Hemsworth. Thor, uh, also very watchable. It's a very simple movie. He's uh, the crown prince of Asgard. He's banished to Earth, stripped of his powers. because a Nordic he, god. Yes. <laughs> He uh, reignites a dormant war, as um, Wikipedia puts it, and he's got his evil brother, Loki, who's mm-hmm. trying to take the throne for himself. Loki sends this giant robot that's kind of a uh, Asgardian weapon And that's Tom Earth. Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston is Loki, yes. Yes, okay. Um, so at that point, uh, Thor beats, defeats the robot and gets his power back. and will. But Loki's still hanging around. Yeah, he's still around in the background. But so Loki, or Thor has a hammer, mm-hmm. Mjolnir, it's like M-J-O-R. Anyway, it's weird how it's spelled. But you have to be worthy to lift it. Mm, so, so not just anyone. Exactly. There's a big deal about that. Like, you know, if you're only because he's not worthy, like because he loses his powers for a while. Can other people who are some examples of someone who could lift it? Is he the only one that he we is know the of? only one that we know of? Ah. And so that's that's handy in a fight because so many times you drop your sword and the other guy kills oh, no, you with his, your own sword. His, his hammer, he can throw it and he can call it back to him and it'll come back. And he, Nice messes stuff up he flies with it it's pretty sweet so that's thor uh let's see his um his dad is played by um anthony uh hopkins oh, that's pretty nice he's in there renee russo's it. his mom it's got a great cast it's actually directed by kenneth Branagh because he's big into uh, shakespearean stuff so it has kind of the first thor has kind of a shakespearean feel to it which is interesting that's they, classic they get, yeah uh after that captain america the first avenger directed by uh joe johnson is that his name the same guy who directed the Rocketeer. Did you ever see The Rocketeer? I did not. Anyway, he shoots around in a rocket, <laughs> fights Nazis, which has a similar feel to Captain America, the first Avenger. He goes around, he fights Nazis. Uh, he is like a 98-pound weakling. Steve Rogers is a little bit scrawny guy who wants to fight the Nazis, but he's, he's too weak. He's, Are we still on Captain America? Yes, this is Captain America, the first okay. Avenger. This takes place in 1942. Okay, gotcha. So Steve Rogers, little weakling guy, but his, him and his best friend, Bucky Barnes, played by Sebastian Stan, Mm-hmm. They both enlist. Bucky's able to, you know, get in no problem. But Steve is just a little weak guy, so he gets told no. But he does get accepted into this secret program um, because there's this great scene where Tommy Lee Jones plays his um, drill sergeant and he throws a grenade out and everybody else jumps from it. But little Steve Rogers jumps on it to try to save everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's a dummy grenade. But that's just the kind of guy Steve Rogers yeah. is. Now, question. They, sure. He crossed paths with Wonder Woman, right? No. Or am I wrong about that? Wonder Woman is DC. Ooh. There you go. But Wrong she, but franchise. her stuff also takes place in the First World War. Wonder Woman takes place in the okay. First World War. Captain America takes place in World War II. Chris Pine, right? Is Chris in... Pine. Chris Evans oh. is Captain America, the First Avenger. There are and a lot of Chris's. That, There's yes. talks of, like, which is the best Chris? You got Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine. Chris Pratt. And strangely enough, in the first Star Trek, Chris Hemsworth plays Chris Pine's dad in a flashback. That's funny. Yeah. So there's a lot of Chris going on. Uh, you also have Chris Pratt. He'll show up later. Fave. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, Captain America gets accepted into this super soldier program led by Tony Stark's father. And then there's other scientists. And their thing is, why would you give power to someone who's already powerful? They, they, they want to give it to somebody who's, who's good. Mm-hmm. And so they turn him into this super soldier and he becomes... You know, Aww. six foot four, giant, awesome. That's <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, He's like, and, and little Mighty is. Mouse becomes. Exactly. And so he becomes Captain America. And at first he's this kind of figurehead, like a symbol, but he doesn't actually go out and fight. But then he gets called into action and, and um, he fights, takes down the Red Skull. I like this But during one. the process, um, his friend Bucky Barnes no, falls no, off a train no. and like dies and, and gets mm-hmm. like. And then Captain America also at the end of the movie gets stuck 
um, he falls into the Arctic and gets frozen. And that's the end of the movie. Oh. Yeah. But. I'm assuming he makes a comeback. <laughs> he does. Uh, he gets uh, re. Uh, they, they cut him out of the ice and the super soldier serum. So he hasn't aged. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know, 2004 or something. Think Austin Powers. Basically, yes. So he hasn't aged. So they cut him out. They And he's now a man out of time because he's always like, yes, ma'am. No, what sir. What is and he, going you know, on? Says his prayers at the dinner table. And the world has moved on. That's not necessarily out of time. No, I, I know, but I'm saying, well, if you, but if you look at most movies and stuff, right. yeah, like, like it's weird that they consider that like an old-fashioned value mm-hmm. when a lot of people. So, so that's um, Captain America. He's now a man out of time, but he is enlisted again to help mm-hmm. his country, and he's he's happy to do it. Uh, which leads us to the Avengers. Whenever the first one, the first Avengers, and that brings together Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, the Hulk. Uh, Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye mm-hmm. was also in Thor a little bit. He's Jeremy Renner. He's got a bow. They even make fun of the fact that like his superpower is that he has a bow. He's and arrow. Katniss. Yeah, basically <laughs> yes. He has Katniss Everdeen, so that is his in superpower. Okay. So Nick Fury, director of the of Shield, who made a surprise appearance at the end of Iron Man, is like he shows up and he says, "I want to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative." And that sets the whole thing up. So all these movies lead up to the Avengers. When Who's they all Nick join Fury? together, he's the head of Shield, the secret government organization gotcha, that's gotcha. watching over everything, and he's the one who brings all these heroes together. Okay. Uh, again, played by Samuel L. Jackson. So he gathers all these heroes together to fight Thor's brother Loki, mm-hmm. who has opened up this dimensional wormhole to bring in all these aliens um, to try to take over the Earth. So is Loki just mad because he's like the yeah the younger brother? Who's, yes. Yeah, that's it. I mean, gotcha. He's just, yeah. Yeah, he's got younger brother complex. And so they all team up to fight off these aliens. Although Loki gets the aliens from a guy called Thanos. I've heard the Mad Titan. I've heard of that, yeah. So uh they all they beat back these aliens. Um Tony almost dies in the process. <laughs> it's if you if you're only gonna watch a few of these movies, Avengers is one of them. You probably should. it's just really good. They just tie it all together. But they take uh Loki into custody and um in the process they all form the Avengers. The Hulk goes a little crazy, destroys half of New York, but they manage to, to get him under control. So uh, that leads us to Iron Man 3. Tony Stark is um, kind of regretful and has sort of PTSD after everything that happened in mm-hmm. New York. Um, it's very self-contained. It is directed by Shane Black, who I liked. He did Lethal Weapon, a bunch of other movies. But he uh, decides he wants to give up his armor but then he ends up having to come back to fight this guy who's eh, not that much carry-ons from Iron Man 3. Although there is a little kid that he helps because he loses his armor and there's a kid who helps him. That pops him back up? At one point. He pops back up in in game. Okay. That's all I'll say about that. Um, let's see. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else that really that interesting. Iron Man 3, I enjoy it, but for some people it's kind of a low point. So is Thor The Dark World. A lot of people don't like that. Um all the Marvel movies are good, but if you, if you look at list of the best, right. you know, best to worst, well, Thor's always sequels, near the bottom. it's always hard. Yeah. So, um, oh, and the other thing is Thor's girlfriend is played by Natalie Portman, mm. Jane Foster. She's an astrophysicist, and she winds up... She's just human? Yes. Okay. She winds up um, infected with this stuff called the Aether, which ends up being one of what's known as the Infinity Stones. So that's all these things. Um. So, like... Um, in Captain America, there's a thing called the Tesseract that can warp reality, and that's actually an Infinity Stone. Loki has this thing that uses that can do mind control. That's actually an Infinity mm-hmm. Stone. And so the, all of these movies are collecting all of these stones. And so in Thor The Dark World, we meet the Aether, which lets you, um, I think it's maybe warps reality. Anyway, so he's fighting an evil dark elf. Um, and the important thing that happens in Thor The Dark World is oh. his mom dies. Oh. Yeah, it's sad. But you also find out that Loki is actually his adopted brother, and he's actually a frost giant, who is frost giant. Yeah, who is also like an evil wizard. But does he get the stone? Um, no, no. Does they, she die? His mom. His, his mom? wife or his girlfriend? Yes. She uh, died. No, sorry. She dies, but then she comes back. They, they, they get it. it it's. It's fine. You can watch it if you want to. Okay. Uh, then we get to Captain America, the Winter Soldier, which I believe is the best of the Marvel movies. Really? Maybe still. Steve o- Rogers, he's working with S.H.I.E.L.D. now. Um, and then him and Black Widow. It's kind of a spy movie. It's got Robert Redford in it. Mm. 
which you find out that Hydra, the organization that uh, was responsible for a lot of the stuff in the first Captain America movie, is still alive. Like they kind of went underground and have started to infiltrate Shield. And so Robert Redford, who is the Secretary of Defense, I guess I should say these are going to be a lot of spoilers for all of these. Basically, I'm going to spoil everything except in game. Well, yeah, that I thought that sense? was the whole yeah, point. That's the whole it's point. okay. All right. Uh, so, but it turns out Robert Redford is actually evil and is involved in Hydra. And so are a lot of the people that Captain America has been teaming up with. So he has to take oh, them no. all down. And it turns out there's um, a lot of the events throughout history, like it shows like Kennedy's assassination and, and like the sinking of the, I don't know if the Titanic, maybe the Hindenburg. Anyway, Kind of so like Forrest Gump where it's yeah, like so, all of these. Uh, but there's, so there's this guy called the Winter Soldier who has been, um, he's got this cool silver arm and like he wears this black mask. And while they're fight, like the Winter Soldier shows up and starts trying to kill Captain America and um, uh, uh, Black Widow. There's a lot of characters here. So while they're they're fighting the Winter Soldier, Captain America rips off his mask, and it's Bucky, his friend, his friend, who fell off the train and was like picked up by the Russians. He's a bad guy and now. Then, well, they they like brainwashed him. His, he had lost his arm, so they put it like a new arm. And so he like Captain America looks at him and goes, "Bucky," and he's like, "Who's Bucky?" And then he just keeps trying oh, to no. kill Captain America. This yeah. is so much like Hunger Games. Can we talk about this? Peta, <laughs> same thing happens to Peta. Uh, so yeah, so it turns out that the Winter Soldier is his best friend, Bucky. And so oh. then the, he brings him back. Well, the last half of them, like it's them fighting because shield is trying to put these giant, um, gun platforms in the air. So that, or Hydra is so that they can take out all their enemies. Cause this, they've written this this program that can identify people who they need to kill. And so it's all about like, you know, yeah, a big brother watching over you and them trying to stop that. So yeah, he's able to, because he can't kill his best friend. Exactly. I mean, and so Bucky's trying to kill him, and he's trying to stop he's him. He's like, I, him I, I have to fight you, but I can't. And at the end of it, they both um, uh, they both fall from this giant platform and land in the water. And Captain America starts, like, drowning, and Bucky saves him. Oh. And pulls him up on the uh, on the shore, but then runs off and just disappears. He couldn't let it happen? Yeah, like, Bucky just goes off. and Yeah, because at this point, like, he, he kind of gets – he starts getting his memory back. Because that's the thing. They have to – it shows that organization they like have to, after every time he comes back from mission they have to wipe his mind so mm-hmm. he doesn't remember who he is. So he starts to remember who he is. But he knows enough that he needs to save him, but he's like, I'm still confused. I gotta get out of yeah. here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes into hiding. Uh after that is Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the one with Chris Pratt, Dave Batista. It is its own like space opera type thing. The big thing with that is there there's another uh Infinity Gym or Infinity Stone introduced. In the comics they're the gems, but in the movies they call them the stones. Okay. Anyway, uh, and Thanos has a bigger role in that. Josh Brolin, for the first time, plays him. Um, but they get the stone. They give it uh, somebody. And, and this one's probably funny. It's funny. Yeah, Funnier. it's funny. It's I good. know they all have, like, comedy It is aspects, very much, like, you could, you can watch it without watching any of the other ones on its own. It's, it's a space. Said. It doesn't seem to fit. The others all... It doesn't. And they, But okay. they, they insert them into it, and it takes place because they are... Dealing much more with the cosmic stuff, and that right. kind of invades them in. into the into Earth. But um, yeah, I mean, it's its own thing, and it's 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 good. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron is these. They're all teaming together, and Tony Stark has tried decided to create an AI. <coughs> excuse me, an AI to kind of watch over the world. He wants to create all these robot versions of Iron Man so that they can patrol. Uh, it goes evil. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah, I Couldn't know. have seen I that know. coming. And so it creates this... Uh, they learn nothing from I Am Legend. I know. Well, that's the other thing. So it creates this entity called Ultron who decides the best way to keep peace is to eliminate humanity. Oh, no. And so... Tony. There you go. And so it becomes all of them trying to fight Ultron. There is this great scene where they're all sitting around drinking and having fun. And they're all trying to lift Thor's hammer. Oh, because uh, yeah, they, they, he's like, oh, come on, and they're all like, oh, they're all, you know, <laughs> Tony's like, all right, I'll give it a shot. He gets on his his Iron Man armor and is trying to lift it, and it won't come up. <laughs> and uh, they, like they look over at Captain America, and he's like, all right, I'll get it. And so he he goes to grab it, and it wiggles a little. Of course, and you see Thor he's go, the only good yeah, one. Thor's like, oh, and then but then he couldn't lift it all the way, but still Thor's like, oh, he kind Ooh. of yeah. See, I asked you, I was like, is he the only one? I bet Captain America, in the right frame of mind, maybe. You in the right so? situation, well, he'd so, probably be able to use it. And they even they even turned to uh, to, get to um, Black Widow at one point while they were doing that. They're like, you want to give it a shot? And she's like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, she's like, she even said something like, uh, 
I don't, I don't need my ego. I don't know. She, she says something funny. Bruised anyway, any more than it already is. Not even bruised. She's just fragile. Yeah. She, she, she's like, uh, I, don't, I don't have that much testosterone. You're, you're fine. You, you boys go for it. That's <laughs> essentially what it is. Uh, there is an interesting thing. So Tony has this AI of his in his system called Jarvis. And he's trying to – they get this thing called the Mind Stone, which is part of one of the mm-hmm. one of the stones. And Jarvis fuses with that, creating the Vision, this new hero who is another AI who wants to help them fight Ultron. And they aren't sure if they're going to – because he pops up and they're like, okay, we've got to kill this guy too. But then he picks up Thor's hammer and hands it to him. And they're like, oh, all right. And so the Vision ends up being really powerful but a good guy. Um Oh, I guess Age of Ultron also introduces uh, Scarlet Witch and um, Quicksilver. You've already said Scarlet Witch. No, I've said Black Widow. I almost said Scarlet Witch. You accidentally Witch. said... Okay, okay. Because okay. they I both like, have red on their... I think he just meant the Black Widow, but... Okay, I did, cool. yeah. If I said Scarlet Witch, I meant Black Widow. Now but I'm talking about Black Widow. They should have been a little more creative with those two. So Scarlet Witch and Vision end up becoming a couple. Um, she becomes a couple with this like AI man, um, who played, played by Paul Bettany. Oh, she was a robot, and a person fell in love with her in a movie. Remember the one with Joaquin Phoenix? She plays like that's the Scarlett boys. Johansson. Um, Who are we talking about? Or Scarlett. That's why I said Scarlett. Scarlett Johansson plays Black Widow. Scarlett oh. Witch is played by Elizabeth Olsen, Mary Kate Ashley's younger sister. sister, older sister. Anyway, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Here. So much. Well, every famous person is in one of these movies. Yes, they're they're in all of them. Um, Quicksilver dies saving Hawkeye during this movie okay. but he um, but Scarlet Witch becomes part of the Avengers and during this movie it's in Sokovia and there are thousands of innocent people who die as a result of Ultron trying to lift it he has a plan to basically lift the city and then bring it back down creating like a meteor effect to wipe out life on earth they stop him um, let's see after that Ant-Man with Paul Rudd. I was Rudd. wondering if that was going to come up. I was yes. like, is Ant-Man part of this? It's very self-contained. He's basically a small-time thief who gets um, involved with this guy, Dr. Hank Pym, who worked with Tony Stark's dad creating these Pym particles that can help you shrink, but they can also make you big. So Is he, Tony as smart as his dad? Because his dad sounds like he was like... Yes, and I that's a big like part of it. said like way too many that, times just now. No, yeah, yeah, and that's, that's a part of it is that Tony looked up to his dad so much and is and trying to be yes. like him. Okay. That's part of Iron Man too. is that he's... He's, He's always trying to live up to that. Yeah. Um, so Ant-Man, basically somebody else is trying to use... There are a lot of similarities between Ant-Man and Iron Man where somebody, uh, some other businessman is trying to use that technology for evil. Mm-hmm. Um, Ant-Man is able to stop them. Love me some Paul Rudd. Yes. Um, although Ev- Evangeline Lilly is also introduced in that. Love her She too. eventually becomes the Wasp. So after Ant-Man is Captain America Civil War. Probably the, my second favorite of them. You are really about Captain America then because well they're just yeah they do just the directors the Russo brothers have done just such a good job and they're also the people who directed them are the ones who did Infinity War and Endgame so they tie Mm. those movies tie into them a lot so in Civil War uh, the the world is basically wanting to start regulate superheroes because of what happened in Sokovia they want all the superheroes to register so that they can keep track of them, and so that you know, should you do something bad, you can be punished. Mm-hmm. And so that's that. Basically, they want everybody to sign up on a registry, which Tony Stark agrees with. He's he's like, yes, we do need to be regulated because of all these people who died. He um, was that in in Sokovia when, when they when they were fighting Ultron, all these people died. At the start of Civil War, this lady comes up to him and hands him a picture of her son. And he's like, you know, he was there doing humanitarian work and he oh, died because of you all. Oh, man. Did the Hulk kill a bunch of innocent people? You said he went kind of crazy. Well, at one but that point. was while they were fighting all those aliens. Okay. So that, but that, yes, that was also part of it. Like the, the Hulk. He's probably an issue. Well, after Iron Man, sorry, after Age of Ultron, the Hulk gets on like a spaceship basically and goes off into space oh. because he's so. He can't control himself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's out of the picture for a lot of these, which makes sense because if you had the Hulk in Civil War, he would have been too powerful, really, for them to fight. Mm-hmm. So on one side, you have Iron Man, who believes that they should all be regulated and that this is, you know, because he basically is responsible for Ultron right. and a lot of it, and so he feels a burden. On the other side, you have Captain America, who says, no, we need to be free. We are doing what's best for everyone. And, and Ooh, those are like my two favorites. Exactly. So it's the two of them. And the whole thing... The team captains. Well, so the whole thing 
while this is going on, there is an explosion at the UN that kills the king of Wakanda. His son... Black Panther. Black Panther. Yes. So his son decides that he's going to find the person who blew it up to kill him. And then pictures go out, and it's the Winter Soldier. Oh. That is supposedly still out terrorizing people. And Steve Rogers is like, Bucky wouldn't do that. I know him. Turns out there's a this soldier who whose family died in Sokovia, who his whole plan for that movie is to get the Avengers to fight each other. Oh. And so he fakes, or he blows those people up, but he does it like dressed like the Winter Soldier mm. because he wants, because he knows that Captain America will protect the Winter Soldier while Tony Stark will try to go after him. And so that movie is um, them but trying to. Tony and Captain America, they were friends at one point. Oh, they were, yeah, best friends. So it, it get, and there are all these flashbacks where you see the Winter Soldier killing these people. You're trying to figure out what's going on. And so you also find out that there are more super soldiers like uh, the Winter Soldier. They've created a whole bunch of them. And it seems like this soldier is trying, this soldier whose family died in Sokovia is trying to go get them so that he can start kind of using them to take over the world. Mm-hmm. So there's this giant battle at an airport involving. Um, Captain America's team and Iron Man's team. Um, he goes and gets Ant-Man. This is when Iron Man goes and gets Spider-Man out of New York mm. to help him. This is how he's introduced the Tom Holland version. Okay. So who's on what team? Okay. Let me see. Well, it's written down here, I think, somewhere. Uh, two opposing teams. Um, let's see. I'm trying to figure out exactly. Uh, I'll just do off the top of my head. So Iron Man, I think, has uh, Black Panther... Um, uh, not Scarlet Witch. Uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, keep getting those two confused now. Um, The Vision, um, War Machine, mm-hmm. and he has all the things I haven't heard of. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And then Captain America has Ant Man, Hawkeye, uh, his friend the Falcon, mm-hmm. who you you, inter- you learn you meet him in Winter Soldier. Who's he's a um army guy who sharpshooter. No, he he like flies around, but he's also uh, he he makes friends with Steve because he's like you know I know what it's like to be over, and so that, anyway they they become kind of friends even though they're both obviously in the army at different times. Um, I'm trying to think. So there's this interesting scene where Ant Man goes giant at one point because it turns out mm-hmm. that instead of shrinking he can also go huge, <laughs> and so that's there's you know um, Civil War is great, but so they Captain America gets free and is able to go. To where he and Winter... Oh, he also has the Winter Soldier. That's the thing. So he and Bucky team back up. And so Bucky's fighting And Bucky says that wasn't me. Yeah. Bucky's like, that wasn't me. And they find out it wasn't him. And that's the thing even... Mm -hmm. So they go to where this other soldier, the the soldier from Sokovia, has these people. And so Iron Man also learns the truth that that wasn't Bucky. Mm -hmm. And so then he realizes, oh, I need to go... Help. Help. And so he is following behind Captain America. And so basically they show up kind of at the same time. And Iron Man even shows up. He's like, I'm, I'm here to help. I realize Bucky's. Yeah. That wasn't, he didn't blow up the UN. And so they go in and they find all these soldiers, but they're all dead. And that guy is in there and he's behind this like brick wall. And he's like, they're like, we thought you wanted to take over the world. He's like, no, I just wanted you all to fight each other. And so, and then he plays this tape and it's security camera from when Tony Stark's parents died and it was Bucky who killed them when he was the Winter Soldier. Oh. And so there's this scene where... They don't know what to do. Well, no, Tony Stark's like armor comes down because he's going to kill him. And that's... And Captain America's like, he didn't know what he was doing. You know, he's my friend. Oh, gosh. And Tony Stark's like, I thought I was your friend too. And, that's, and he's like, he killed my mom. And, and like... So then it just becomes this all-out battle between Iron Man and Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh no! Yeah, and it's does no one win? Well, and so and that's even the thing. Like the guy, because um, he says he's trying to destroy the Avengers, and he says, you know, a, an empire attack from outside could be rebuilt, but one that crumbles from within is gone forever. <sighs> that's a good line. And that's it's, it's like that's the thing I love about that villain in that movie because he's he doesn't have this giant world domination plan. Like he's just he just wants them he's to playing the game kill well though. Yeah, and so that's the thing. Like yeah, you recognize that video, and it's like oh, it's Bucky killing. Oh my gosh. Tony's parents. So, um, Tony and, or sorry, um, Captain and Bucky end up beating Tony, but they don't kill him or anything, but they just 
basically power him down like they destroy his armor and they take off oh that's sad and they're you know in the wind he can rebuild well actually that's the thing tony or sorry captain america takes bucky to um wakanda where the black panther is because that's the other thing the black panther stops that guy from killing himself because he's like you know i've got too much bloodshed he's like i was going to kill an innocent man because of you and so then he stops him from killing himself Mm. and so then they take he takes bucky to wakanda so where he can be rehabilitated. So this movie takes place before Black Panther. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, so then doc, we meet Doc. The so yeah. So then they're all out in the wind, um, and Captain America's a fugitive at that point. Mm-hmm. That takes us to Doctor Strange, where we meet Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, Doctor Stephen Strange. He's a uh, the Sorcerer Supreme. There's a world-ending threat. He manages to stop it. But so he's a good guy. He's a good guy. We find out he has the Time Stone. Mm-hmm. which he can stop time. And there's this interesting scene at the end where he's facing this giant, almost like godlike creature that he can't kill, but he sticks them both in a time loop. So the, the creature just kills him, and then time restarts, and the thing's like, wait, what's going on? And he just keeps killing Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is like, I'll make you a deal. Um, if you leave, I'll let us out of this time loop, and you can go back to whatever it is. Otherwise, we're both just going to be here. So he's just Forever. sacrificing himself. Yeah, and so they, uh, the thing's like, all right, fine, you win. I can't take this anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's just like, okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, we find out that Chris Pratt, Peter Quill, is actually half celestial, which is like a almost godlike creature. His mm-hmm. dad played by Kurt Russell, uh, but turns out he's evil, and they have to take him down. Oh. Uh, let's see. Spider-Man Homecoming, the first full Spider-Man movie. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland. Um, Michael Keaton plays the Vulture, one of the bad guys in it. And uh, Iron Man's in that one a lot. And, um, yeah, it's just a good movie. Uh, Thor Ragnarok after that. Thor winds up. Now, uh, this one was better, right? Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Okay, it's hilarious. Because yes. he had a rough rough patch. Yeah. It turns out his sister, who, had, who his dad had basically wiped from memory and existence because she was evil and his dad was also turned out doing some bad stuff comes back um sends him into exile he winds up on this war planet where it turns out the champion of that planet is the hulk because that's where the hulk ended that's up. where he's been yeah like there's this great scene where they're like all right you're facing the champion and he's, he's all ready for battle all of a sudden the hulk comes out and he's like yeah i know him he's a friend from work <laughs> that's adorable but does the hulk recognize him because the hulk is... yeah but still beats the crap out of him because i was the gonna hulk. say the hulk can't when he is the Hulk, he can't really yeah. think for himself, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the thing. He's been the Hulk at that point for months because he refuses to revert back to Banner. Mm. But um, they end up, the Hulk ends up joining him. They team up. They go back to Asgard to take down his sister. But in the process, Asgard is destroyed. So his people, they all get on a ship and they, but the, but his his world is gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that leads us to Avengers Infinity War, which I would say, um, if you are interested at all, that's a good stopping point for the podcast to watch Infinity War and then Endgame. You can get by with just that. But if you just want to know what happens to lead you up in Endgame, we'll go on from there. So Infinity War, by this point, Thanos has started is going around collecting the Infinity Stones mm-hmm. because he wants to... Wipe out half of existence. So what happens when you get all the Infinity Stones? You become a god almost. Like you you can alter reality. You and can that's stop the ultimate time. goal for do... both sides? They want all the they, stones? No, they, they want to just keep them from him. Like they they don't have any, the good guys don't have any kind of Agenda. plans for him. But he is going around. So he collects the one that, that the Guardians of the Galaxy had, like the place they'd put it. He goes, destroys that place, collects it. The beginning of Infinity War is him finding the ship that Thor and Hulk and all them are on and wiping them out. He beats up the Hulk. Um, Thor's friend uses the last of his magic to send the Hulk back to Earth so he can warn them. Uh, Thanos kills Loki, Thor's brother. For real? Yeah, like just breaks his neck. And then um, they beat Thor and send him out into space. And he doesn't come back? No, he's dead. Wow. I feel like nobody dies in these. Like It's like... Well, I mean, a lot of people do, but the main characters. This is when, yeah, this is when people start dying. Um, yeah, so, and then Thor is just drifting off in space. Uh, so Hulk goes back to Earth to warn them about Thanos. 
approaching, uh, and that's when they all start teaming up. Um, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange argue a lot because it turns out they're pretty similar. Because <laughs> they're both geniuses. Yeah, there's uh, just some great scenes with Spider-Man, um, and Spider-Man and, and Tony Stark, it's like a father-son type relationship, like mentor-mentee. Um, Tom Holland is so tiny and adorable. Yeah, and, and so that's great. Is he um, a good Spider-Man? You like him Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. I think he, he might be the best one. Uh, there's a great scene where Vision and Scarlet Witch are being attacked by because Thanos has these almost generals, and so they're being attacked by them. And also, all of a sudden, excuse me, there's a they're in a train station, and you see the shadow, and it's Captain America, oh. and he's he's got a beard because he's been in hiding. But it's like him and Falcon and Black Widow all team up to beat those people up and send them off, so they save them. So they realize that Thanos. How did is, he know? Exactly. So they realized that, uh, well, they put out a call for help because he had given uh, Vision maybe a phone. Anyway, so they put out a call for help, and uh, they realized Captain America. They realized all these that they they've still got Vision's Mind Stone. Um, the uh, Doctor Strange has the Time Stone, so they know that Thanos is, is going to come to them. So they go to Wakanda to defend it because the Black Panther has all this technology, and then so that's where they have this giant battle. Um, in Wakanda. Well, there are two battles going on because Thanos sends his people to Wakanda to get the st- the stones. And then Thanos is also fighting uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man because he stows on a way on a ship that he's not supposed to because Tony wants him out of there so he's not fighting. And so they're fighting Thanos and they almost get the Infinity Gauntlet off of him with all the stones. But then... Ugh. Um, How many does he have at this point? Like three or something? Yeah, like I think yeah. All he's got. Well, there's six of them, so he has at that point he has four of them. Wow. And so, but then Peter Quill, um, Chris Pratt, finds out that the way he got the Soul Stone was by they went to this place, and the only way you could get it was by giving up something you loved. And so Thanos murdered his daughter Gamora, who was Peter Quill's like he was in love with her. Natalie Portman. No. um uh, oh, I forgot. No, Natalie Portman's with Chris Hemsworth. She's green. Um, wait, Z- Zoe Saldana. Z- oh, Zoe, Zoe Saldana. Saldana. Yeah. So he murders his daughter. Oh, that's wow. how he gets the Soul Stone. Yeah. And he didn't know because, this. Because, well, yeah, they're at the they're at this ledge, and um, the keeper of the stones, like you know, you have to give up something you love, and she starts laughing. She's like, "Ha ha!" It's like you can't even get it. You don't love anything. And he looks over, and he's got tears in his eyes, and then he grabs her and throws her off this cliff. Oh my god. Kills gosh. her. And that's how he gets it. So Chris Pratt realizes that he's like, Where is she? And that's and somebody's like, Oh my god, he killed her. And so then he gets mad and starts punching him and in the process, like they he takes control back and so he beats them all up. Um he's ready he's getting ready to kill Iron Man and then Doctor Strange is like, Stop. If you don't kill him, I'll give you the time stone And Tony's like, What are you doing? And you know, uh, Doctor he Strange had look, a plan. Doctor Strange looks at him like it's the only way. So he gives him the Time Stone, and Thanos goes off to Earth, where he meets up with his forces because they had been winning there. Because that's the other thing. So Thor, in the meantime, the Guardians of the Galaxy find him floating in space, and um, he goes off to get a new weapon because in Thor Ragnarok, his hammer Mjolnir was destroyed oh. by his sister. So he goes. They create a new weapon called Stormbreaker. And so he shows up and is just wrecking house. But then Thanos shows up and kind of evens the, the odds. Thanos kills the Vision. Actually, so there's this sweet thing where Scarlet Witch promises Vision she will kill him to prevent Thanos from getting the stone, even though it makes her you know super sad because she's in love with him. But as Thanos is approaching, she like uses her power to destroy the stone and kill him, and he dies and so that Thanos can't get it. Oh my gosh. And, yeah, and Thanos is like, you know, that's that was very noble of you. And then he uses the time stone to reverse time, brings the vision back, plucks the stone from his head, and kills him. Oh, and he still dies. Yeah, he still dies. Because but, oh, but wow. the stone is intact and and so then Thanos has got it. He's got the full glove. Did she not know that he had the time stone? No, yet? nobody knew they had it oh, because he was no. in another world. Yes. So then he comes back. Um <gasps> there's this like Captain America's trying to fist fight. Thanos at one point because he's Captain America and he's, you know, going to do what he's got to do. And so then um, Thor comes out of the air and sticks his axe like right in Thanos' chest. 
And Thanos is like, you should have gone for the head. And he snaps his fingers. And then he just disappears. And But when he snaps his fingers, there's this big release of energy. And people are like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, um, there's Okoye. He's played by the lady from The Walking Dead. Um, she's Black Panther's right-hand woman. She's looking at him. And all of a sudden, he just dissolves into dust. Who does? The Black Panther. And then all of a sudden, like, um, I think the Falcon... Bucky's looking at him and he just starts and like half of everybody just starts Why? wasting away because that's what Thanos wanted to do was wipe out half of existence because he felt like there were too many people and so for like in his world there had been too many people and there weren't enough um, resources so he had a plan to kill half of everybody but they didn't enact it and his world ended up dying so he became obsessed with wiping out half of everyone so that there'd be enough resources um, on a different planet? Uh, across existence. That's so silly. Like in every planet. And so, yeah, and so, it, 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 like, people just start disappearing. like, and just. How did he do it, though? That was with his, he, he snapped his fingers and he used the powers of all the, all the stones. Because he has all the stones. Yeah, because he has all the stones, and so he had the power. And so he, like that. And they're gone, gone. They're just wiped out. And so there's this real sad scene where Captain America, or sorry, Spider-Man and Iron Man are standing there, and all of a sudden... Spider-Man's like, I, I feel weird. And like, yeah, I mean, I, I was crying in the theater. He's like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Mr. Stark. And then, and and before that, the other people, like the event, like uh, Dr. Strange just disappears. And most of the Guardians of the Galaxy just float away. And so the, he, Iron Man kind of knows what's going on. And then um, the only people, only one who doesn't is Thanos' other daughter, Nebula, because his two daughters basically turn on him to help um, Guardians of the Galaxy. But, yeah, so then he's holding Spider-Man, and Spider-Man's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then just disappears. And, you know, it wrecks Tony, because he's the one who got him into oh the hero God. life, so then he feels responsible for that. So then... I'm exhausted. This is a lot for me to process. I understand, but you know what? Look, it's only been, what, 45 minutes? So th- so there you go. So that's... That's that the was, end? That was the end of Infinity War. Half of them just swapping, wiping away. And then Thanos going back to his what he called it the garden. Like he he's like you know I did what I wanted to do and he retired and he took off his armor and he he was he's done. And so that's that's the end of the of Infinity War is he wins and so he wipes out. So if he's retired, up. why can't they just have the stones back? <laughs> well, uh, I mean he goes to another uh, and he keeps planet. so he keeps the stones. Well, I mean that's all stuff to figure out in the end game. Oh. Um, and so then there are a couple movies between Infinity War and. Endgame. There's Ant-Man and the Wasp, which takes place kind of the same time as Infinity War. They're um, Black Panther. Well, I was going. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Black Panther is. Oh sorry. Black Panther is right before Infinity War. Okay. It, it didn't show up on my thing here. Uh, yeah, it's great. Black Panther's um, awesome. Um, during that, uh, Michael B. Jordan is awesome as the villain in Black Panther. I know we're digressing now, but uh, yeah, he's really good. He's. Um, kind of a forgotten son of Wakanda who decides he wants to take over. But he had been banished to, or he had ra- he was raised in America and was like an American soldier. But then he, he comes back. So, and that's where you really learn all about Wakanda. So whenever it shows up in Infinity War, it's it's really cool. Um, I love Michael B. Jordan <laughs> so much. Well, he's really good in that. I know you're a big fan of Creed. I love Creed so, so much. So after Infinity War, um, yeah, Black Panther's wiped away. I mean, you know, a lot of people go away. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, Evangeline Lilly joins him as uh, the Wasp. So they both got suits, and they're trying to stop another bad person from doing something. But the interesting thing about that is at the end of it, he is in this, um, and they discover this thing called the quantum realm. Like when you go tiny, 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 mm-hmm. you almost exist on another plane. So he is in the quantum realm. And one of the, and the after credits thing is he's in there because they send him in, but you need like somebody to bring you back. And, can't find him. Well, he's like, guys, guys, and it comes back, and you see the people that were standing, there, like Evangeline Lilly and uh, Michael Douglas, and they've both been just ashed away, like they got snapped <gasps> out of existence with the the snap. Oh, so they just brought him back in that last scene? No, he wasn't. He's still stuck in the quantum realm when the movie ends. And the people that know he's there are gone. Yeah, because Thanos wiped them out of existence. Oh my god. Uh, and then there's Captain Marvel. Which takes place in the 90s. That's the one with Carol Danvers. She's um, 
an Amer- she's an Earth lady. You think for a little while that she's not, but she ends up being from Earth. But she ends up getting imbued with the power from an Infinity Stone. Um, she's, it it's also has Samuel L. Jackson as a young Nick Fury. They de-age him in it. It's kind of interesting Nick how they Nick do that. Um, so that's that's uh, Captain Marvel's in that. And also at the end of Infinity War, there's a little post-credit scene where Nick Fury's hitting a button like to send out a signal to Captain Marvel. And then he just wipes away, too. Now, there is a show called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, it's connected to it. And is that Nick Fury's in that or no? Nick Fury is not in that. Agent Coulson okay. is in that. I don't know if he's still in it or not. But it it, it involves – it's a spinoff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so Cap, but Captain Marvel, most of her stuff is – as she told – as she ends up telling them, they're like, well, you know, why aren't you here to help? And she's like, there are a lot of other worlds on Earth, and all of them don't have the Avengers. So she's out helping other people. Um, so, yeah, then that sets up Avengers Endgame. Wow. There you go. And so now half of life has been wiped out, and they're trying to do something about it. Oh, my gosh. And now you can watch it, though, and you'll know the stakes. You'll know who's who. And you're I'm so exhausted. You're ready to go. Well, I know which ones I really want to see now, just based on the little bit that you've told me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I can handle all of them. I can bring you. I will bring you Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yes, I need those in Iron Man. Yeah. For sure. Okay. And probably Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of them are on Netflix. Some of them, but yeah, they're all. I'll check Netflix and tell you what I still need after that. That'll work. And then we'll get your movie reviews later on. So everybody, um, if you listen this long, I appreciate it. I have I, to go to a I story. I could but... barely make it through myself. <laughs> so there we go. I really did. That's a lot going on. A lot of emotional turmoil. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they're, they're emotional films, but um, they're a good time. But I mean, they're great. Yeah. I don't understand how people are that creative. That's just amazing. Well, the the most impressive part about Infinity War and Endgame is tying all these characters yes. together. And I, you like know, I said, I, I was like, well, how do you bring in Thor and Tony Stark and like Guardians of the Galaxy? Like it's just so and yeah. Wakanda and that's crazy that they can all be connected. Yeah, they are. They, are. they do a good job of it. They do. So there we go, everybody. Do you have a favorite thing this week? I'm exhausted now. That's fine. We can skip on favorite things. I got to get out of here. I've got to go um, cover some news. But my favorite thing is the memes in reaction to the latest game. <laughs> you know what? I will plus one on that. Yeah. I absolutely enjoyed that. And um, yeah, um, I don't want to get in spoiler territory, but um, I know there's, there's some people unhappy with the turn a certain character took. And while I feel like there were shortcuts because they, I feel like this season could have used a few more episodes. You think? I don't think that. I don't think that turn was anything. No, I didn't see coming. I knew it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk. We'll talk, we'll talk about that more on a, on a spoiler-filled Game of Thrones episode. Gosh. All right. Well, everybody, thank you all. Yes. I've had a good time, Andrea. How about you? <laughs> you've, you've been through the Marvel Universe. You have done so much good work <laughs> in recapping. I congratulate you. All of your years of nerdiness have finally... You were able to show it all. There you go. Well, everyone... Today. I hope you all enjoy that. You can go watch Endgame now in peace, knowing um, the characters, the stakes, and, uh, you know, hopefully it will be a satisfying conclusion to uh, this podcast. <laughs> is this the end? Yeah, this is it. This is podcast Endgame. We're done. Is Endgame the Endgame too? No, no. We, huh? No, there will be more Marvel movies, but I don't think they will be the same. It okay. really does change everything. Huh? So That's a good tease. There you go. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thanks for going on that journey with us. Have a good one. Bye.